With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S., So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to BlackBuffaloZero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, it's hour number two on a Tuesday. We're loaded, ready to go. It's the herd wherever you may be, however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. Nick Wright stopping by, A-Rod stopping by today. How about that, James Jones, former Packers, stopping by today. You know, I try to be a nice guy, but I watch Jordan Love, and there's like multiple signs. He looks more like a backup than a starter. I mean, you had Favre Rogers. What did you expect? <laughs> You're not going to hit three. I mean, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck. Then you scuff around, try it. You, you, you t- Montana, Steve Young. It just doesn't happen very often. You're not going to hit three in a row. Just the way it is. You, I mean, Miami. Forever trying to replace Marino. Denver, forever. They finally went and just bought Peyton Manning. It's like you've hit two home runs in a row. Jordan Love, that's not he's not gonna host a trophy hoist a trophy. Yeah. Started Favre, Rogers, those are three of the top twenty quarterbacks in the history of the sport. You're not gonna hit another home run, so mm. it just doesn't look like it's gonna work. Jets are still looking for a home run. I mean Chad Pennington was close. Kenny O'Brien. Joe Namath. That was like before I was born, man. Come on, <laughs> does that even count? Jeez. I know when people go way, off. Joe Namath's numbers are not great historically. Well, you can look at them. But again, he was, there was a gravitas. There was a stature. He was a big game quarterback. You know, come on. 1970s, your era. I love the 70s. Yeah. I can, you want to you go NBA starting lineups? I'll do it right now. I, I don't, but you can. I, I can go the starting pitching staff for the Cincinnati Reds, a batting order for the Twins. Did don't. the Seattle Mariners exist <laughs> in the 1970s? 1977, yeah, it was the first game. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Frank Tanana, Joe oh, Rudy right. hit a home run, uh, Bobby Gritch at second base. I can name the whole team. Bobby Gritch, uh, he played for the Anaheim Angels in the 80s. Yeah, I know. They I, opened with yeah, the Mariners, I, and then Nolan Ryan pitched the second night. We couldn't hit him e- either. Yeah, yeah I, I remember. My baseball card collection is as good as your 70s baseball <laughs> memory. <laughs> All right, the herd hierarchy is weird this week because it's week five. These are not standings. I got a team with a losing record in here. They're not standings. Some teams are undervalued. Some teams are overvalued. Here we go. 
herd hierarchy. Time is now. Let's go. The top 10 NFL teams according to college. Number 10. Cincinnati Bengals. I don't care what their record is. They were 2-3 and three last year and won 10 of the final 11 games. Why? Because Joe Burrow got healthy. Arizona. Three takeaways, three sacks. Burrow completed 78% of his throws without T. Higgins. They're back. Listen, this team, the last four years, has struggled in September and early October. Why? Because Joe Burrow has been hurt. And then he gets healthy, and they end up in Super Bowls and winning 10 of 11 games. You don't want to face Cincinnati. Seattle's going to find out this weekend traveling to the Midwest. The Bengals are officially out of their early turbulence, which they do on an annual basis. Number nine. The Chargers, I don't love the coach. I'll say this, though. Between Herbert and their weapons, they're one of two teams to score 24-plus points in every game. They had the Miami Dolphins beat. Again, some questionable coaching stuff. They give up too many big plays. That's why I have them at nine. But over the last three games, they have 16 sacks between Bosa and Khalil Mack. They do things I like. They protect their quarterback, and they go get yours, and they have a star at the most important position. I'll put the Chargers at nine. Number eight. Detroit. You may feel it's a little low. I'll get to that in a second. Listen, they're 12-3 and three over their last 15 games. Uh, a 4-1 and one record, their best start in like 12 years. There's a lot to like about them. By the way, Jared Goff, somebody who I have defended for years, leads the NFL in big pass plays this year with 23. I have him an eight. Number seven. One spot behind Seattle that beat them. Seattle runs the ball more effectively. Back-to-back games with 100-plus rushing yards. Seattle gives the ball away. Geno, fewer mistakes. Only one giveaway on the NFL season for Seattle. And Seattle's offense, 29 a game, is right there with Detroit. They take care of the ball a little better than Detroit. They beat Detroit. And they have now a two-man rushing attack, which is scary. Geno... Whether or not he hoists a trophy, completing 68% of his throws, he doesn't make a lot of big mistakes, and Pete Carroll loves that. Seattle at seven. Number six. Buffalo. I think they're out of the Super Bowl hunt with Milano and Tredavious White out. They're not the same defense. Those are their two great defensive players. Their best corner, their best linebacker. Milano's a stud, top five linebacker in the sport, but they still sack the quarterback. They still take the ball away, and they have Josh Allen. They're going to win a lot of games. At the trading deadline, can they go make a move for a top linebacker or a corner? Quite possibly a very strong front office, but those injuries hurt. I have Buffalo at six. Number five. Jacksonville beat them. Neutral field. I'll give the Jags number five. Here's the thing about them. Offense, top 10. Would be higher except for all the drops in the first three weeks. Their defense, 11 takeaways. Second most in the NFL. Again, like Cincinnati, Early season turbulence due to receivers not catching the ball. If you watch this game, man, Trevor Lawrence at times put on a show. 474 yards against Buffalo. I think Jacksonville's going to now start racing and peeling off W's. I have them at five. Number four. Miami. Now, my final four teams I usually feel are Super Bowl-level teams. They have the number one offense, the three fastest players, three games with over 500 yards. The rest of the NFL has zero combined. Tyreek Hill, uh, just one of many guys who you can't catch. I think they're clever. I think they're a little ahead of the league offensively. I do worry about their defense. 
Uh, I do think it will get better. Jalen Ramsey returns. I think there's some limitations to what it is, but now I look at Buffalo's defense without their best corner and linebacker, and now there's limitations on what Buffalo can do. I have Miami at four. Number three. Philadelphia. Listen, four straight games with 400-plus yards. I still think they're trying to find an identity, and Jalen Hurts is four picks last four games. Not quite right. Love him. Franchise guy. But it still feels like they're trying to find their identity. Rams was a great example. They completely physically dominated it, but couldn't put him away until the, you know, midway through the fourth when they were clearly the superior team. A.J. Brown, though, has caught fire. Three straight games, 150-plus yards, Philadelphia at two. Number two. All right, 4-0, Kansas City, since Travis and Chris Jones returned. I'm going to go with the Chiefs, who are 4-1 overall. It's the best third-down offense in the sport. That's Andy Reid and Mahomes. I think it's the most talented defense in terms of speed and expense. You know, I mean, it's, it's inexpensive, fast, and really good. Uh, we've seen Mahomes with great offensive support. I don't think we've seen a defense that good. Two of their next three games are against the Broncos, so they're going to start pulling away from their division. Chargers play Dallas off an ugly loss. Keep your eye on Dallas this week. Should be pretty good. I have Kansas City at two. Number one. I mean, San Francisco just looks different than everybody in football. Now, Kansas City beat them last year in the regular season, and they were still good last year. But they lead the NFL in turnover differential. They don't beat you, they punish you. They don't beat you, they humiliate you. And they've got a chip on their shoulder from last year. I think they thought they were better than Philadelphia, and Brock Purdy got hurt. I don't know. They've never lost a game with Christian McCaffrey in the starting lineup, undefeated. I don't know how good Brock Purdy is. He's good. I don't know if he's very good. I don't know if he's excellent. I just think he's good. And there's lots of levels. C.J. Stroud, to me, he looks good. Is he very good? i got to watch. i got a lot of years with Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Lamar. i got years of context there. I, I, I don't with Brock Purdy. He's good. I don't even know if he's very good. But there it is, the herd hierarchy. I know you're cr going crazy on Cincinnati, folks. The market is going to adjust after they beat Seattle this week. The market's going to go, okay. So right now I have Seattle ahead of them. Um, but Cincinnati, this is what they do. They're ugly in September and early October. Last year they went on to win 10 of 11. The year after they won the Super Bowl, this is what they do with a healthy Joe Burrow, who's the second-best quarterback. We've all talked about this to Mahomes in the world. That was all understood. Then Burrow gets hurt, and we start talking Lawrence, and we talk Jalen Hurts. Then we talk Josh. No, 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 no. At the end of last year, Mahomes won Burrow too. I think Cincinnati and Burrow's the only team Kansas City looks at and gets a little uncomfortable. What, what was Dallas last week, Colin? I have no idea what you're talking about. No, hey, listen, I've got new information on Dallas. They cannot play from behind. They can win one way. Cincinnati can play from behind. Most of the teams in this, Detroit can play from behind. Chargers have played from behind. Dallas cannot play from behind. Let me look at this roster. Every single team here, Seattle maybe not as much. Every single team here I think can play very well from behind. Mostly because of their quarterbacks. Dallas cannot. I mean, it, it's just dink and dunk. They can't. Nick Wright joining us live, co-host, first things first. It was, it's a little weird, but I do think we do this all the time, is that Julian Edelman came on yesterday and he said, yeah, Bill, we used to just screw around in September because every team Bill thought had a new identity and we would experiment. And I think we look at Cincinnati and go, ah, they're two and three. And I'm like, no, no, no. 
That's the one team that could go into Kansas City and go situational football and on some days can match the Chiefs. So is there anything here that bothered you? Oh, well, I hate to start with the negative, but since you ask that, because I did <laughs> think this was a pretty outstanding herd hierarchy, let me just pose a counterpoint to you, because you have Cincinnati at 10 saying they're going to beat Seattle. Right. Flip side is they lose to Seattle, the Ravens beat the Titans, and all of a sudden it's 4-2 Baltimore, 2-4 Cincinnati, True. with Cincinnati's next two coming against San Francisco and Buffalo. Yeah. So I, I don't think they turned their season around by beating the Cardinals. I think they can turn their season around by beating the Seahawks, but the Seahawks coming off a bye, healthier than they've been all year since week one, with arguably the best pair of corners in the NFL in Weatherspoon and Woolen. I think that could be a really tough game for Cincinnati. I think you're a little too high on the Justin Herbert Chargers supply. He's excellent. The rest of the team is not. I would probably slide Dallas in there. But where I do want to give you credit, Colin, is you seem to be the only person in America other than me that will give the Jaguars the credit they deserve yeah. and give Trevor Lawrence the credit they deserve. Everyone's like, oh my goodness, Buffalo was jet-lagged. Well, show up earlier then. <laughs> the idea that Jacksonville had some massive edge because they're the first team in NFL history to have to play multiple international games is crazy. And that game was not even as close as the final score suggests. And not shockingly, Josh Allen was, after a wonderful game against Miami, was not great in this game. It was certainly in the first 55 minutes against the Jags. And last herd hierarchy question I have for you. Colin, the, the, your top three. So the Eagles, the last team to beat them was, let me check, it was the Chiefs. And the Niners, the last team to beat them when their quarterback didn't right. get knocked out of the game was, oh yeah, that was the Chiefs yeah, as well. Yeah. So you maybe could put the Chiefs at number one. I mean, you kind of want to. I know you do, but it's fine. Two is fine for now. Yeah, I I, I, I think Philadelphia and, and uh, I, I would just say this, Kansas City at the trade deadline, I wouldn't be shocked if Brett Beach goes and gets a little veteran receiver help, but nonetheless, Kansas City's defense, good now will only get better like Seattle's because it's full of kids. I, I do want to talk about this, though, is that it, it is, the Brock Purdy thing is fascinating. So we, J-Mac and I got into this yesterday, and I've said, I think he's good. I don't, I, I, I've never seen him without a brilliant coach and a stacked roster. He looks good to me. He's accurate. He sees it. He's like C.J. Stroud. Sees it, lets it rip, ball lands where it should. Tua sees it, lets it rip, ball lands where it should. Well, Tua's not a great athlete. C.J. Stroud's not running around. Like, can we acknowledge this? Is that we, we, we need years to figure out what players are. And I know, I know you've pushed back on Purdy. But in that offense, they don't need Steph Curry. They need Chris Paul. And he is a perfect fit for that offense. Well, uh, all right. So a few things here. One, I don't know if you did this on purpose, but Purdy, Tua, Stroud, what they all have in common, all their quarter, head coaches or offensive coordinators our Shanahan system, guys. It's Shanahan himself. It's Mike McDaniel, his offensive coordinator. And then it's Bobby Slowick in, in Houston, who D'Amico brought over. You know, yeah. same system. So I do see some similarities there. I actually am probably, I think the, of those three guys, the one with the highest upside is probably Stroud. Yeah. Here is the thing. You used the Chris Paul comparison. And Chris Broussard has used the John Stockton comparison. Okay. Similar. And people get mad at me. 
maybe he's Mario Chalmers, though. It's like, <laughs> hey, wins a lot of games. Hey, he might, might show up in the finals. But is that because of him? Yeah. Or is that because of LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Eric Spolstra, Chris Bosh? I don't know. But he is the point guard. He is distributing. Here, I, both of these things can be true. I was wildly impressed by what Brock Purdy did on Sunday. It was, to me, the most impressive game because even if Dallas's defense was a touch overrated by me, it is still an excellent defense. He made some high-level throws. I was very impressed. I thought there were five throws he made. I said, damn, that's a really good throw. Also, he has in his career trailed in the fourth quarter for less than three minutes. <laughs> and me wanting to see him in those spots is a fair ask. And this is where people will say, Colin, I'm being unfair to Brock Purdy. I don't think it's unfair. I think it's honest. My opinion on how good Brock Purdy actually is, is absolutely colored by seeing Jimmy Garoppolo be awful immediately the moment he leaves Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Leads the league in, t- in picks the moment he le- leaves Kyle Shanahan. And I had to deal with people yelling at me about Jimmy Garoppolo for years. Same offense, same idea. Now, Purdy has not made the mistakes or made some of the boneheaded plays that Jimmy made. But I am right now, I think both of these things can be true. Brock Purdy has been very impressive. And Brock Purdy also is the 49ers' weakest link. Now, you might say that's because they have no weak links, and maybe that's true. But if they don't make the Super Bowl, I think it will be because they don't get enough out of the quarterback position. That's yet to be seen. And one last thing on Purdy. And I listen, Colin, I have, you know, I have a much smaller microphone, literally and figuratively, on the show, like <laughs> in the medium than you do. So here's you have a big microphone right on the desk. I need someone with your platform to help push back against this. We, the Brock Purdy MVP stuff has to, that, that train can never leave the station. <laughs> I don't have a lot of rules for league MVPs, but one of them is this. If you're not one of your team's five MVPs, you can't be the MVP of the league. If no one would say you're one of the five best players on your own team, you can't get the award for the best player in the league. That's yeah. what I would ask, please. Yes. Yeah. Well, I had a similar feeling about Westbrook, but Westbrook's a more dynamic player than Purdy, but I always had the same argument. You got sure. You got to make like teammates better to be the best player most valuable in the league. Okay, so... My dad used to have a saying, my late father, uh, lubricate, don't agitate. People will make employment decisions mostly when you're not in the room. Have allies. In good times, be humble. In bad times, be an ally. Here's Mac Jones' problem. Yes, he had a very good rookie year. Oh. He went outside the building, ticked off all the coaches. So he has no allies yeah. there. He cheap shots. I was told he was confronted by a Patriot old lineman last year in the building. Nobody rallied around him when he cheap shouted Sauce Gardner. He appears to pout during games. He has not elevated Juju Smith-Schuster. Quarterbacks elevate receivers, not vice versa. And he's not winning and looks bad. He's not lubricated anything in this organization. He's been a brat. That's right. I think it's time to move off him. If, 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 If he'd have struggled, but he had won curried favor with the coaches, I think you give him another year. But I think with the first round pick, I... I'd, I'd probably go quarterback. Is that unfair? I have to. No, it's, it's, it would be ridiculous not to, especially because they're, sta- you know, they're barreling towards 
uh, you know, at best the eighth pick of the draft and maybe the third or fourth pick of the draft. Right. I mean, this is a brutal team. And the lack of talent is on Belichick. The fact that Mac Jones has con- has created five touchdowns for the Patriots and four for the opposition, that's on Mac. And your point is well taken and it, it crosses sports. You can the best people are awesome at what they do and awesome people. But you can get away with being awesome at what you do and a jerk. We, we all know a lot of people like that. You can also, for a time, get away with stinking at what you do, but everyone loves you. You can't be bad and unlikable. <laughs> that is, everybody knows it. You will be the first, and by the way, that I think is one of the reasons, and I know this isn't the point you're making, but one of the reasons that New England media seems to be ready to fire Bill Belichick less than five years removed from him hoisting the Lombardi Trophy in a Super Bowl. They held the league's highest-scoring offense to three points because of a defensive masterpiece is because he is now bad, and he's always been unlikable for them. Like, the knives are sharpened in a way for Bill they wouldn't have been if he maybe had... Uh, you know, a finer or softer touch with some of the local press, but now they have been waiting for a chance, and he's giving it to him now. Because right now, the team is bereft of talent on the offensive side of the ball. He picks the players, and they appear to be poorly coached. He's the coach, and they don't appear to have a great coaching staff, but he's filled that out with friends and family. <laughs> and so I, I, I think for the Patriots, they are... They are definitely going to be in the quarterback market, and I do wonder if in this offseason they might be in the coach market. By the way, you were ahead of most on Dak Prescott, two to two and a half minutes left. Uh, He has been terrible trailing this year. Most quarterbacks outside of Mahomes aren't as good trailing. But I do think it's very fair to say this. He had five game-winning drives come from behind wins, that kind of stuff in his rookie season. He's had five the last five years. The minute you pay a quarterback, he has fewer weapons. Look at Mahomes' receiving core. Look at Josh Allen's receiving core. Is that when you've paid Dak, you've reduced his weapons, and you are left with a C-plus quarterback. That's, you've been on that for years, well, have you not? So that, so the, the, and by the way, I did to be, I have been on that for years. I also have been on that I don't trust Mike McCarthy for years, which is why it made perfect sense for me to pick the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl this year. I'm not saying it made a lot of sense, but when I did it, I did it on your podcast, actually, is where I <laughs> debuted it. There was a little voice in my head like, Nick, you really going to do this? The Dak McCarthy combo? I'm like, they're going to do it. I don't right now feel as confident about that. You're right, Colin. Here's the thing. Modern, I don't even want to say modern NFL, last decade in the NFL, 20 teams have made the Super Bowl, obviously, last 10 Super Bowls. Nine of them, or uh, yeah, nine of them have been quarterbacks on a rookie contract. The other 11 Super Bowls that have been made, five by Brady, two by Peyton, one by Patrick, post-rookie contract, and then what you're hoping for Dak. The good, not great quarterback who has the career year. Matt Stafford, uh, Matt Ryan, and there's and Jimmy Garoppolo, right? That's the path. If Dak can't at least this year 
make it to round three of the postseason, then you do have to ask yourself, if he is good, I think he's top 10 quarterback, but if he is not able with this roster to elevate, then are we better off starting the quarterback contract clock over? Because he's only going to get more expensive. And Mike is about to get paid. The roster is going to get less talented, not yep. more talented, yep. over the next couple years. And so that's why this year is so critical for, critical for Dak. Because if you can't do it right now, what makes you think you can do it next year? What makes you think you can do it the year after? And that is where you would ask yourself, if right now we have a B-plus quarterback, would we be better off with a B-minus quarterback but three additional excellent players if the B-plus quarterback can't be an A, A-minus guy in the most critical moments? Nick Wright, first things first. Good seeing you, buddy. You too. Talk to you later, Colin. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up. And so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy. 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this is colin coward from the herd with colin cowherd angie's list is now angie the nation's largest home service marketplace they're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes whatever your home project big small indoor outdoor come to angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well listen i've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house gotta get it fixed I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. This fall, you're busy. You're out of the house. 
A lot of responsibilities. Check out simplysafecolin.com. Stopping crime in real time. 20% off your new system. Simplysafecolin.com. Here's J Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. We kind of skewed negative first hour, right? We're going to get positive this hour. Let's get good? positive. Okay. So the New England Patriots stick. Yeah, positivity. <laughs> you know I love this. Uh, Belichick says he's sticking with Mac Jones after uh, these brutal back-to-back losses. He's been benched, I think it was late third quarter against Dallas and then early fourth against the Saints. And um, Belichick's uh, unhappy, but here's Mac Jones talking about trying to fix those All issues. Right. I think the biggest thing is you know just trying to figure out the root cause to each of the issues. And that's playing better as a team, playing better for me as a quarterback. And, and we just didn't have the answers to the test yesterday. And uh, you just got to move forward in this league. That's what it is. You, you can't look back. You got to move forward. And I'm not happy with anything nobody is. And um, it starts with me as the quarterback. It is interesting, the power of history. Like any other coach who had butchered the draft so badly, and this is what you were left with, would get fired. But it shows you the power of history. We just struggle. Oh, that guy was great five years ago. Can we all acknowledge Brady was 70% of it? Belichick got run his first NFL job. He did that Jets nonsense where he stepped up and said, I don't want the job without Brady. Pre-Brady in New England, losing. Brady, post-Brady, a mess. Like, Bill's the best defensive coach ever, but in this current state, this current cultural shift to offense, Bill is outmanned. He doesn't, his teams don't look close to as well-coached as Andy Reid, Sean McVay's. Uh, Kyle Shanahan's, Mike McDaniel's, the world's changed. You're going 70% Brady, 30% Belichick? Well, I mean, people thought 50-50. Brady won a Super Bowl in goofy Tampa. (laughs) He got him to the playoffs. This team is not, not a threat offensively. 11 points a game. And so, again, nobody's doubting his intellect, his defensive greatness, and his ability, by the way, to hire Ernie Adams and Dante Scarnecchia and Josh McDaniels, Charlie Weiss. He built great staffs. But when those people leave and Bill is left to his own ego and devices and history and and, and mannerisms, it's a messy, bumpy a culture that is no different than any other culture. They make the same mistakes everybody else does with no ability, with no ability to keep up with the top 20 offenses in the league. So I I think this stat's accurate. Uh, Belichick had one 30-point loss in his career, and now he has two in back-to-back weeks. Like It's getting really bad. So I, I talked about this on my podcast. We saw Nick Saban struggle with offense at Alabama. And what did he do? He said, you know what? He Modern offense, I don't get it. I got to bring in guys from the outside. They can do the offense. And he brings in Lane Kiffin but he and also, all these sharp offensive He bites. also understood his recruiting shifted. He put a priority on quarterbacks and receivers. Right. He started to upgrade. Remember, he didn't have NFL quarterbacks early 2000s. You know, he had he, It was a linebacker rush end program. Right. He pivoted. Bill's struggling to pivot. That's why I give Pete Carroll credit. Pete Carroll has pivoted four times with Seattle. Pre-Russ, Russ, old Russ, after Russ. Well, and they and they keep winning. Like, Bill's struggling for a singular pivot. Now, maybe you can just... I'm not saying Bill's not the greatest coach of all time, but what we do now to contextualize it is a huge part of it was Brady just erased a lot of issues. Well, I, I'll, I'll say Belichick has pivoted in his career. Remember, the offense has looked so different. He went big-time quarterback, superstar Drew Bledsoe to game manager Tom Brady. And then he's like kind of invented the slot receiver being a superstar with yeah. Edelman and Welker and all these guys. And then he said, well, let's go get Randy Moss. But it's and he's a, constantly pivoted right. and evolved. And but the Patriots 
They've but, gone run heavy. They've gone with the James White okay. running back out of the backfield. None of that matters unless you win. He is one with one guy, Brady. True. He has a losing record without Tom Brady. 100%. Okay, so all that stuff sounds brilliant. He won one time in his career. Now, it was a long stretch, but he won and won playoff games and Super Bowls with Tom Brady. They've won a lot of different ways, but Brady was the constant and now it's like in flux. So I asked you this, like Andy Reid won way before Mahomes. He got to NFC yeah, Championship. Donovan McNabb was big time player, right? No, Donovan McNabb was not a big time player. He was a quarterback. It's okay. He had like that thing called accuracy issues. Sort of a big deal. He got to a Super Bowl. Well, again, it, Andy Reid. Uh, huh. Kyle Shanahan got Garoppolo to wow. a Super Bowl. So Garoppolo's on par with McVay McGann. got Jared Goff to a Super That's Bowl. That's a take. We'll, we'll put that aside for I'm later. I'm not saying, Belichick, you take any other way. But we now can acknowledge, rightfully so, that Brady was an overwhelming component to it, Man. along with a staff that Bill built. Bill Stuck got the rings, got the boat, got the Nantucket stuff. Bill gets all of it. <laughs> right? the, the net worth. I'm not taking it away. But the world changes, and Greg Popovich has to say, hey, three-point shots matter. If you don't, you lose a lot of games. Yeah. Um, in the rematch, well, not rematch, but the matchup against uh, McDaniels this week. Uh, what's his name? Sat here yesterday and talked about, hey, why did we lose Jacoby Myers? What happened to him? I didn't get that at all. Is, uh, Myers is now with McDaniels and the Raiders. Um, there's Jimmy G. There's a lot of layers to what looks like a crappy game, right? Um, Raiders, Patriots, not, not juicy. But there is some stuff. It would be something, Colin, if the student took down the mentor and Belichick loses this game and it's like, uh, it's over if he loses this game. Right? They're done, done. It just, I think they're done, but it's officially over if they lose to the Raiders, right? Season is toast. The, the season is toast. It's toast, okay. They just don't have any people that separate. It's just, it's just so weird. I can think two things. Bill's the greatest coach of all time, and the world changed, and Bill hasn't adapted very well to it. Even Edelman acknowledged yesterday, Gronk's the last pro bowler they drafted offensively as a skill person. They don't do it well. Ryan Rosillo and I talked about this eight years ago when they ran football. It's like, they can't draft skill people. Sony Michelle, a first-round pick, Nikhil Harris, like, they miss badly. Yeah. They don't just miss, they miss badly. Chad Jackson, the receiver, years and years ago. It's just, there's a hole in their game, and the world changed right into the hole. Yeah. Gotta have skilled people, and it's the one thing they can't draft. Uh, next up, Deshaun Watson. Uh, this is an interesting one. He was medically cleared to play in Week 4 two weeks ago against the Ravens. Didn't take any snaps, and then all of a sudden uh, sat out the game. Uh, apparently there was some drama in Cleveland. They had the bye. However, Watson missed practice yesterday. Now, listen, Monday practice, not the end of the world. It starts to get serious around Wednesday. But his status for the Niners game is unclear. Here's Kevin Stefanski with the latest. He's doing everything in his power, working around the clock uh, with rehab. So uh, he's just doing what, what he's being told to do in, in terms of his rehab process. I, I think the, the piece there that's important uh, is medically cleared versus functionally able to do your job. And I think uh, that's what, with all of our guys, when you're working through an injury, uh, you need to be able to functionally perform. Uh, and that's what Deshaun's working very hard uh, in his rehab to be able to get back to 100% whole thing feels weird. What's go Something's going on here. I don't know what it is. Is this gamesmanship from the Browns? Hey, we just put a tape of DTR out there. Go go watch that. Spend a day or two at practice, 49ers. After you're done celebrating the Cowboys win, go go watch some DTR film. 
There's no way they trot him out there against the Niners. That would be a bloodbath. They would get destroyed. Watson's got to go, right? I, I, I've never heard of a quarterback being medically cleared to play and saying no thanks. I've never even heard of that. So this was the first bet I made this week. Um, lines up to a four and a half, five. Who'd you bet? Uh, I bet the Browns. Oh, boy. I think this is the spot for the Browns. This is... I know. Nobody wants them. Nobody's betting the Browns. I, I just don't even like... I don't even put them in my herd hierarchy. I don't even want the, the stench of them. The, 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 I don't even like... It's a nice usage of goofy and stench in this segment. Well done. Uh, all right, we'll wrap up with Jim Harbaugh and number two Michigan ready to contest Oh, the God, they're good. Uh, according to Michigan insider John Bacon... The Wolverines are looking to sign Harbaugh to an extension that would make him the highest paid head coach in the Big Ten. It's funny how this is coming out. Now, Bacon has, he's, I don't, I don't forget his connection to the university, but he's broken some stories. Yeah, John Bacon is uh, reporting Michigan doesn't want an exit of Harbaugh from the program. Boom! Look Sorry. at you. Um, uh, this yeah. is all about, they know. They're trying to get ahead of the story. Here comes USC. Here comes Washington, Oregon. They got to get Harbaugh. They remember the Rich Rod days. I mean, they remember the bad time. What they're saying is, this conference is turning into a superpower, and we got to have the best coach. Uh, there's no way on earth Harbaugh should sign any kind of extension. Well, why not? Dude, you know how many guys are leaving the program after this year? To, for the NFL, they're stacked. It's called recruiting. Yeah. I yeah. Why, why wouldn't you sign it? Tell me a better job than Michigan Sell football. Sell high, baby. You just went to the playoff. You beat Ohio State. Find, beat them again. Find me Get a back better, to the playoff. Find me a better job than Michigan football. Oh, I don't know. I'll I don't have dart a, and find an NFL team. Okay, I don't have an... I, I don't have a crazy owner. I control recruiting. I'm in the most popular conference in the middle of the country. Oh, exciting. You know what else is out there? Justin Herbert and Los Angeles. They have a coach. Harbaugh West Coast guy. They have a coach. For now. Harbaugh's, he's not really a West Coast guy. He's very much Midwest. Oh, he only thrived at, uh, what was it? Uh, Sanford. Sanford. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, he took jobs out here, but he's yeah. a Midwest guy. Well, he's a Midwest guy in the NFL as well, right? He played quarterback the for the Bears. This idea the NFL is a great place to coach. Yeah, if you have Mahomes or Josh Allen or Herb, of the <laughs> six guys who are great, it's great if you're in Philadelphia and I get Jalen Hurts or Baltimore and I get Lamar Jackson. What if I get stuck with the other 22 guys? Let's see what Josh come open. What's the rush? Hey, listen. You've done a lot of contracts. You know how it works. Well, I'm not rushing. I'm going to tell you something. Michigan football is a top 10 job in America in football. 100%. No doubt about Ann it. Ann Arbor's a great town. Yeah. Right now, they got their way with Ohio State. Yeah. The conference is getting strong, so think, I'm going to... How do you think he feels? Remember, this is the program that uh, to asked him to take a pay cut. No, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, I'd no, make sure. And now it's like, oh, oh, wait a minute. Jim Harbaugh's actually good. Like, we forgot how good he was. No, don't get hey, me wrong. Talk to me after the season. That's what Jim Harbaugh should get to the vote. I'm not doing any contract till after the season. We got we got to win football games. We got to get to the playoff and win the Natty. That's what his focus should be. And by the way, you know what's also great about Michigan? The fans care, but it's not like SEC care, where they're like, you know, you're getting crazy town death threat stuff. Like like it's got a great law school and a great medical school and, and a great arts in Ann Arbor. Like it's a real community where there's something beyond football. They love football. They love Harbaugh. But mm-hmm. Michigan, to me, is as good a job as the sport has. Oh. You could say Notre Dame, but Ann Arbor's way better than living in South Bend. <laughs> you could say Ohio State. But I think Michigan's a more illustrious university. There's more gravitas to the one. university. What's your favorite city in the Midwest, Colin? There's a lot of nice ones. Come on, you know it. Say oh. it. You go there often. Chi-Town. Well, Chicago. Chicago. Oh, yeah, lovely in the Midwest. Okay. Um, they're going to get Carolina's pick in the draft, the number one pick. Hmm, do I want to live in Ann Arbor with a new quarterback and whatever's oh, going out, on in out. Michigan? No, 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 wait. 
or Caleb Williams and their number one pick and uh, whatever else we got draft pick wise and Chicago and come mm. on, dude, that that is an alluring option for old Jamal. ownership. Do I get to have personnel control? Probably. Yeah, pro- I'm how giving about that up it, in Michigan? There's no probably. I do. Yeah. A lot of people say stuff. Hey, can I get a raise here? Uh, probably. I like the I do part, not the probably. Yeah. Michigan, I control personnel. And remember, remember who asked you to take a pay cut? Michigan did. Yeah. Hey, I don't hold grudges. You're not asking me to take a pay cut now. What, what good. other good NFL jobs are out there besides uh, Chicago? That are open? Uh, who, Chicago's not a good job. If, it, if you got a, the number Chicago's one pick, it's a, a good great job. city. If you have Caleb Williams, it's a great job, correct? Let's get. They're going to beat Minnesota this weekend. Yeah, but Carolina. They have Carolina's pick, remember? Also, the Chargers, if it's open with Herbert, is a phenomenal job. Yeah. Yeah, see? I'm not, that's a great question. Michigan football or Chicago hoping you get Caleb Williams? There's no hope. You don't take the Bears job if you don't have the number one pick. That's obvious. But I don't know. I don't know. Michigan's really good gig. Yeah, no doubt about it. Bacon Justin reporting Hunt. Michigan doesn't want an exit. That should be you. the headline in every newspaper I just gave you. That's what we do on the show. Headlines, right? Flip. Friday and now Switch Tuesday, never goes yes. off here. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. All right, A-Rod, top of the hour. James Jones, too, live in Los Angeles, The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up. And so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800. 
1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Start start Saturday strong with big noon Saturday on Fox. It all gets started with Big Noon kickoff at 10 a.m. Coming to you live from South Bend. Then at noon, J.J. McCarthy leads undefeated in second-ranked Michigan against Indiana. By the way, Dak in his career has two playoff wins, no Pro Bowls last five seasons in the NFC. The Russell Wilson's out of, Brady's gone. And no, it, it just it, It's interesting, the loyalty to Dak, who's done a good job. And, and, and gotten paid, and he's a nice guy, and he's a franchise quarterback. But Jerry Jones on Dallas Radio, after that debacle in San Francisco, the tape's bad, the game's bad, second game trailing awful. Here's Jerry. Dak Prescott is a quarterback that can get us to the Super Bowl. That's the way that's going to be. We have uh, other quarterbacks on that roster and uh, players that uh, certainly, if something should happen to Dak, but I want to be real clear, Dak's very capable of making this team be where we want it to go. Maybe this is predictable. Kellen Moore, coordinator left, right? Uh, Zeke's gone. Uh, they're kind of young in a couple of spots on the offensive line, then old at left tackle. Uh, maybe this was predictable. Dalton Schultz gone. Zeke gone. Uh, Gallup's come back. But, I mean, there's just, you lose a great coordinator, your number one tight end, a really popular running back, Maybe we shouldn't be surprised. Listen, coordinators matter. Everybody listening knows it. Tight ends have never mattered more. Everybody knows it. And Zeke was a locker room galvanizer. No longer had any juice. But maybe this is predictable. Is there, you know, the O-line's been good, but not what it used to be. I mean, Brandon Cooks, we gotta be, we got to be honest about that, that Brandon Cooks was not going to be the solution. Fine is like a number three or number four. The Cowboy fans had elevated him to something right below C.D. Lamb. But you lose a great coordinator. You lose a very productive tight end. You lose a galvanizer in the locker room. And you're kind of now going, 
through a young old lineman emerging, old lineman getting hurt, Zach was out, Tyron Smith. Maybe this was all very predictable. We know coordinators are hugely important in this league. We know that. Yeah. Colin, you and I are pretty open with who we defend and why. We have allegiances. We like certain guys. But for whatever reason, man, have you noticed the bending over backwards to defend Dak Prescott off this game? I just saw online Kurt Warner with this five-minute video. Well, these interceptions were not all Dak's fault. Look at the receive. I mean, people are – I don't know what it is. People – and listen, well, I like Dak. I think Dak. A, lot a, is, a lot of it is – it's the Cowboys. He's incredibly likable. He's likable. He's tough. He's respected. He's a hard guy to move off of. Like, it'd be different if he was Jay Cutler Wait you know, or, or Mac Jones. He There's a lot of things. Tough he, guy to move off of? Remember, he uh, he's looking for a new contract, and Dallas well, I know did he not is. give it to him. I'm just saying there are certain athletes, like Chris Paul, point God, people bail on him in two seconds. Why? He's feisty. He gets in your face. Everywhere he goes, he wins. Well, what does he win? What, what, what does he win? What, what's it, what does he want? Oh, Tell boy. me. Everywhere he goes. A lot of regular season games. whoop de damn do Well, you know what? There's a lot of Tuesday shows. They're not Mondays, but they're still shows. <laughs> <laughs> Got to win games to get to the playoffs. Oh, geez. But Chris yeah, Paul. Chris Paul gets hurt in the playoffs every year. Chris yeah. Paul agitates people. So they be, Dak is incredibly likable. Great at the podium. Great guy. Charity work. It's a hard guy to move off of. I wouldn't move off of him. It's just. Just don't, you know, some of this is Dak. Maybe more than we want to acknowledge. (laughs) Hour three next. Ready, set, griddle this grilling season. Get the Weber Slate Rust Resistant Griddle with a carbon steel cooktop that's safe for metal tools. It's pre-seasoned and ready to cook on right out of the box. It's the griddle that stays ready, not rusty. This griddle heats evenly edge to edge. It reaches up to 500 degrees. The Weber Works Prep cook and store system keeps cooking supplies handy, and you can carry all the food, condiments, and utensils you need. Get fired up for your new Weber Slate Rust You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 